Gunga Cast, Episode 7, October 28, 2008. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's Gunga Cast, the Hun Hunt Haunted House Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney from Lake Orion, Michigan. This is Jim Maloney from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And this is Jeff Hendrickson, Gunga Casting from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have more and more things to talk about about uh, the iTunes updates we talked about last week. We need to address the Parker Posey this week, and also Halloween, everybody's favorite holiday, barring Christmas and. I like Halloween better than Christmas. Really? Mm, Maybe not better than Christmas Eve, but better than Christmas. Well, so you like Christmas Eve better than Christmas? I found that more surprising. (laughs) Do you do presents Christmas Eve? No, not really. I just uh, it's it's like uh, you know you you don't have to hang around family necessarily, but everybody's still nice to each other on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is just boozed up family being mean to each other, so that's that's not as fun. <laughs> just for you, Jeff, I'm going to try to incorporate some Halloween music. Well, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll just, Im- I'll record some screams and just put them in during the episode. But, <laughs> during unfunny jokes would be ideal, I think. But yeah, first we, uh, first we do have the iTunes thing, which we had mentioned last week. Uh, we are now available in the iTunes Music Store, and the new information is apparently we'll be removed from the iTunes Music Store if there's no traffic on uh, on that side. So if anyone feels pressure's on fans, yeah. If anyone feels interested, I'll put the link up uh, for the episode, and uh, you can stop by if you have iTunes, or if you want to download iTunes and stop by. So um, does like one viewer does it, like does that good enough, or do we need like a certain quota or what? Uh, I don't have the exact text in front of me, but it's something like if nobody touches it for five days, it gets taken down. So gotcha. it, it, one viewer would be enough. Um, I, I click on it once in a while, see what's going on. <laughs> to to uh, put our put it in perspective on that site, there's uh, like a rating. You know, the most popular has like 15 bars out of 15. Ours has two bars, so we're not the lowest. Kicking ass, taking names. All right, we've only been on there a week. Like by, in like five weeks, we'll have like seven bars. That's awesome. <laughs> it's probably for me just hitting refresh over and over again. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if we get a few people to do that, then we'll go up. Uh, true, true. Um, so, yeah, if uh, fans out there, if you're interested, uh, stop by. I'll put the link on uh, the episode on the forums on gungapit.com. Uh, next thing to discuss is the Parker Posey that I uh, had brought up last week. And I got to say, I'm not 100% uh, satisfied with the results, uh, but I am... Uh, I am happy that I was correct last episode that my answer was better than everyone else's. So I I, I think Master Splinter actually won, didn't it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. Your picture sort of sucked, but I picked it out for you. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but my picture was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Jim definitely wins the picture competition. For those the picture, Chewbacca was great. For those that uh, didn't see it or didn't uh, didn't hear in the last episode, uh, the question was, which I forgot to edit. Apparently, I put it as Jim's question, but uh, the question was for me, and the question is, what is your favorite creature, animated or otherwise, brought to life on the silver screen? And we did get we did get a fair amount of replies, but I thought it was going to be a smash hit topic, and and uh, we didn't get, Once we didn't again, get many of it. My favorites, yeah, my favorites, uh, Dean's answer of the monkeys from Wizard of Oz. They get a lot of classic that, classic points there, but they, that, that was a good. They freaked me out when I was a kid, so <laughs> they, they at least were potent. They did their their job. 
And then in the second one, don't they have like monkeys on wheel with, with like on wheelchairs or something? Don't they have monkeys without legs rolling around with wheels? Oh, you're talking about what Return to Yeah, Azure, yeah, that one was even freakier. That, that doesn't count. That <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, and then my, uh, I think the number one reply that wasn't mine, my, the number one answer was Katie's with uh, the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, that character is just completely classic and uh, extremely curious. <laughs> I actually like her uh, choice of the Balrog better. I only say that because I remember talking with my cousin Matt and before the movie coming out and like, okay, how are they going to do the Balrog? Is it going to be, you know, up to expectations? Because that was like, you know, the big beast of the, the film. So it was cool that they uh, delivered on that one. I've got a stupid question and it got posted like three times. And I don't know. What is the one with the weird guy coming out of the guy's chest? I've, I've never seen that movie. Or at least Let's I don't see, think I uh, that's Quaid. Total from, Recall, dude. Total recall. What are you talking oh, about? I've seen Total Recall since I was like nine. Oh, man. Know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it gets some shock value points, and that's why, that's why, that's I, why it went up. Yeah, that's, times. yeah, that's why I quoted <laughs> yeah. it and linked it again, but. <laughs> For no reason. Oh. Uh, I also liked, uh, Jeff, I liked your little edition of the Holy Grail Rabbit. I'm, I'm bummed I didn't think of that one. That was, was a good one. Uh, I also. Yeah, I like Josh was uh, Felcor too. That, that's a good one, especially if uh, it is true that he shares the same voice talent as the guy for Skeletor. I don't and then <laughs> Jarv's classic Godzilla is also another really good one. If you're picking another creature, not the Rockbiter from uh, Neverending Story, it has to be the Racing Snail. It has to be, just because you have the line in there. Who's ever heard of a Racing Snail? And it's that's that's enough. That's all right. I don't remember that much about it. To- <laughs> Remember that line. Well, you should pick it up and put it on your Netflix immediately. Wasn't there like a island turtle or something too, or a hill turtle or something? Yeah, something like that. There was a, it was a, it was a hill, but it ended up being a turtle. Sort of like, yeah, it is good. It is good. So, uh, putting that Parker Posey to rest. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll lock it up, and hopefully, you guys will feel more uh, apt to. uh, Reply to Jeff's new question, which supposedly is going to be a smash hit, but scorcher. Yeah, it's a scorcher. We have a uh, Halloween to discuss, which is a uh, very fruitful topic, and I'm completely unprepared, uh, thanks to uh, my purchasing of a video game this week. And I, I <laughs> my mind, yeah, my, my no, I'm using it as an excuse. My mind is on video games right now, but it's okay. It's okay. Fallout Three will oh. wait. Fallout Three will wait. I, I am prepared here. So. The one thing that has come up while we've been thinking of Halloween ideas is that there really is no, like, hallmark Halloween movie that people watch on how Like, you know, for Christmas, you know, there's, you know, a Chris, what is it, The Christmas Story, there's Miracle on 34th, there's It's a Wonderful Life, like, it seems... Christmas Vacation. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas Vacation. I watch Scrooge every year, twice, once in June, once in December. Yeah, it, it really seems that... Christmas has one, and Halloween, everyone says, like, they have a Halloween movie, but there's not one that people are focusing on here, right? Well, on the other hand, I mean, you use Christmas as an example, but you listed, like, eight Christmas movies. Three Christmas movies. That's that. That's it. Sorry, sorry. I exaggerated. Three Christmas movies. Yeah, this show exaggerates. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't happen. Sorry. (laughs) But, I mean, I, I still think that, not that there is you know, one specific, you know, holiday movie for Halloween, but I definitely think, you know, Halloween brings out people into certain types of movies or, you know, they have their favorites that they'll watch. I mean, usually it's just generic, you know, 
horror films or whatever. But I think for Christmas, it's kind of similar. I mean, there seems like there's a lot of different movies that people enjoy. I mean, I don't know. I guess just I I think of it, it's it's more even-handed than you would think. All right. Well, with, without breaking off Halloween too much, name some other Christmas movies that are that are pretty pretty key that a lot of people watch. Well, you got the Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. You've got the uh, what's the Jimmy Stewart one? It's a Wonderful Life. The one. It's a Wonderful yeah, yeah. Life. Christmas Story. Christmas Vacation. Like you said. Um, see, blank. see, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you're saying there's too many Halloween movies, yeah. so therefore there isn't just one. I'm so really, your argument is more of there needs to be more Christmas movies. No, 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 no. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Muppet <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Carol. Yeah. The Christmas Carol is good, yes. I'm saying that... And then the, all these 17 remakes of Christmas Carol, too. The, the majority of America watches, like, five movies for Christmas. But for Halloween, five. A fa- for Halloween, there's, like, 2,000. What's your source, Greg? 2,000. I did, I did a survey uh, of Lake Orion. It was sort of a demographic of, you know, 16 to 26-year-olds. Um, and that's... that's well, so. I just... I mean, I think it's... If you talk about it that way, though, it's just like you're saying 100% of the Christmas movies made are celebrated, and it seems like since there's such a wide expanse of Halloween movies that's celebrated, it's got to be pretty close. Our live listener, Jim Patinato, has brought up the uh, the combined uh, movie Silent, Li- Silent Night, Deadly Night as a uh, <laughs> as a bridge for this conversation. So. Another one being A Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, is that really a Halloween one, or is it a Christmas one? It's a Christmas movie. I've, yeah, but it's kind of a Halloween movie too. Yeah, I mean the, they live in Halloween Town for the first five minutes of it. Yeah, or Ernest Ernest Saves uh, Christmas is is another one that you know a lot of people watch. Yeah, a lot is that an Christmas. Ernest movie or a Christmas movie? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> can it be both? Uh, no, two things I did forget to mention is yeah, for for the first time we have a user taking full advantage of the listening listening live feature. Uh, Jk. JKP Jim P from uh, the forums is uh, is listening in and giving us some some input. He is more uh, uh, what is it, more knowledgeable than us in uh, a lot of these a lot of these things. So if we say something that doesn't sound like us, it's probably because we're reading it from the forum from the live chat. And you should be there too. Um, the other thing uh, that I would want to say is I forgot to put out that we will we always uh, swear on this show. It's uh, it definitely happens, and and we will ruin movie endings and spoil spoilers for people. So heads up on that. So silent green is people. Return, returning to my lo- <laughs> returning to my losing argument, uh, uh, there is no quintessential Halloween movie, and the question is if there so what's the quintessential if, Christmas movie? If there is one. The quintessential Halloween movie or Christmas movie is probably Miracle on 34th Street. What? See, I disagree. I've, I've, yeah. I've only seen that like. Let's, just, let's save this one for the Christmas show, the Christmas special. I, I think I think we can we can talk about you know. I guess perhaps... my point is that it's hard to pinpoint what it is, and they're kind of the same deal with Halloween. It's Jim's. Right, it's like... Jim's fault. Uh, so. If there were, if you wanted to pick one, at least maybe for you personally or for your greater family, what would be your quintessential Halloween movie? What's something that you find yourself watching during the Halloween holiday? Um, for me personally... Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. Yeah, that's good. Seriously. But uh, for me personally, I actually don't get inspired to watch a movie for Halloween, but I have like an exact 
opposite because, you know, I'm good at just turning the question around and using it to my own advantage. But the opposite effect where a movie will remind me of a, of Halloween time, and actually it's The Wizard of Oz because I used to come on TV all the time right around uh, Halloween, so we'd watch it as a family and get geared up for it, I guess you could say. Kind of like, uh, what was it, The uh, Ten Commandments was right around Easter time all the time. Really? The oh, Wizard of Sorry, excuse me. No, oh, Wizard of Oz is on during Halloween. I don't remember that at all. I mean, not you know that day, but I mean, yeah, just yeah. up to it. It seemed like it always came on right around that time. Jeff, you got a you got a good one. Uh, Evil Dead Two is. I mean, I, I watched that a lot uh, around around Halloween. I think it's a, I think it's a really great horror movie in the uh, in the vein of horror movie that I like, which is sort of sort of mocking the horror genre, but at the same time, you know, just being excellent at, at being actually kind of scary. Mocking yet um, up the spirit. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I, there are a lot of like scary movies out there. It, like a lot of, it seems like a lot of like scary movies have nothing to do with Halloween, though. Like Halloween, of course, is the uh, the glaring uh, exception to that. But you've got like really cool scary movies like The Exorcist, or um, I mean, I guess you could you could argue that like a movie like Seven, like a suspense movie, is kind of kind of scary. Uh, the Shining is a really scary movie, I think, but that's not really a Halloween scary movie. It's just the scary. most disturbing image of all time. Yeah, so that, I, uh, that naked old lady. Talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, yeah, that's kind of my thinking on it. Is it's tough to maybe that's why it's so tough to pinpoint a Halloween movie because yeah. like a lot of the scary movies really don't have a whole lot to do with Halloween. I think uh, was a uh, was Scream was that a ho- like was that around Halloween or was that just kind of oh, as far as release time? I don't know. No, I don't no, no, no. I mean like like during the you know like the the setting of the movie. Yeah, I don't oh. I don't think it was. I don't remember though. Um, well, it's uh, obvious. No is, the, uh, no is the answer from uh, from JKB. <laughs> <laughs> The one, uh, the one I wanted to bring up that does, you know, get me into the Halloween mood, which is sort of a, a cop a ghost. out because it's not it's, <laughs> the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Uh, was the, what I want to follow that up with is uh, Hocus Pocus with Bat Midler, but no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, I was going to each has a Halloween scene in. Let's go with that. I was going to say uh, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown thing, even though it's not a movie. That's the cop out, but it's yeah. it's a it's a TV show that yeah you can buy on yeah, Jeff. That's definitely out. one that would uh, you know prompt families to go watch it because it is Halloween. Yeah. Right, right. It's like uh yeah when you watch that movie it does sort of get you into the okay let's go trick or treating. It's almost like the the preface to all right watch this now go trick or treating. Psychologically prepared. The other one uh, and it completely just split my oh yeah so the other thing about the Christmas you know Halloween. You know, what's the par- I was gonna say paradigm. Uh, the problem with picking a Halloween movie is you want to think of one that's like you know sort of like a familyish kind of movie. And since horror is so touched, you know, by Halloween, it's hard to pick a horror movie that kids can watch. So one that actually is sort of familyish is uh, Monster House that's came out recently. Like, and that's right on Halloween. It's all about Halloween. But I don't know. I guess it is sort of about a house coming to life. But at least it's animated. It's not going to, you know, scare your kids away or anything, but it was, it's 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 funny to watch too. Um, I ended up seeing it in some small theater, like before it disappeared forever from the <laughs> theatrical release. Have you guys seen that movie? I have I've not. seen parts of it. Yeah, I've seen like I don't know the last third of it or something like that. Gotcha. It's just nice to see that Buscemi's getting uh, voice work now. Now that he uh, debuted in uh, 
Monsters Inc. Ooh, another monster fight. That was that was another one I was thinking about. Like not exactly a Halloween movie, but Monsters Inc. You know, kind of like should be like scary guys, but like good for like family type stuff. It's uh, you know certainly an any time of the year movie, but being that there are monsters in it, you know, Halloween, whatever. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> monsters, monsters, ghosts. You know. So opening it up to more. Um, you know, in general, like some horror movies that would actually uh, sort of you'd watch around Halloween time or just horror movies. Like I was looking around for, you know, all right, what's the quintessential Halloween movie? And I, there are all these different sites with different ideas of what it is. But there was one common trait, and that's there's always like classic Halloween slash horror movies people bring up. And they're all like the movies from like the 50s and 30s, like Dracula and Frankenstein. Is it like, do we associate these movies with Halloween just because that's these are the characters that people dress up as kind of thing like that's the that's the real question like are we are we these are Halloween movies because these are what they're most likely people are to dress up as Halloween yeah because I always associate you know Abbott and Costello meet the mummy with that stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's part of it but you know I'm sure some of it's just so just like a chicken and egg conversation that we're having yeah, yeah. <laughs> what started what I want to talk about I want to talk about the the philosophy of uh, the this, the beginning of Halloween. <laughs> nice, um, but yeah, like there's the like things like the Blob, Dracula, Frankenstein, the Fly, stuff like that. There, these were everywhere when I was looking around for for Halloween movies. And I don't get the Halloween feel from them, but maybe those are those are what we should look to. That's yeah, just more the the horror genre as opposed to getting you in the mood for a holiday, I guess. Mm-hmm. Jeff, any uh, horror movies that come to your head? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, we we didn't touch on zombie stuff whatsoever, and zombie, which is the best kind of horror movie, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yes. I mean, yeah. Hey, what other horror movie? And most horror movies are like one bad guy, like with a knife, like, killing teenagers. Like zombie movies are great because it's the teenagers get like shotguns and get to kill the zombies, and it's just brutal. It's, I love them. That's. I don't know if anybody saw Planet Terror, but there's a scene at the end where a guy's like got a helicopter tilted down, and he's lopping the heads off of zombies as he goes. It's so sweet. I it's, still like, haven't seen that movie. You really it's, need to it's see it. So brutal. It's awesome. Oh. Um, Go ahead, James. I actually haven't seen too many uh, zombie movies. I'm, not that I'm well-versed in any of the horror genre, but uh, I have seen uh, 28 Days Later, which has a great comedic scene in it when he's going back into the, the it's kind of like a mansion-like house, returning back there, and all hell is breaking loose, and he walks in the front door. The first thing he sees is one of the inhabitants like run across this, the, the doorway with his head hands held high, yelling, and then right after him, a zombie doing the exact same thing. <laughs> so there's another moment of them uh, kind of making fun of themselves while doing a horror film. I do, I do like your uh, your your justification for it, Jeff, where you, when you said, yeah, uh, the teens usually are the target of all the other horror movies, but in zombie movies they get to unleash on, unleash on the monsters. <laughs> it's, it's pretty true, <laughs> I, I, I think, anyway. Also, you know, I, I don't know if anybody saw 28 Weeks Later, but that was pretty a pretty sweet zombie movie as well. Um, oh, and JKP, uh, Dick, uh, brought up not technically <laughs> zombies, that they're humans yeah, infected that can be killed. And 28 Weeks Later is... Disaster film. Which, That's terrible. Um, it's definitely a a good point to bring up for the all the hardcore people. Um, yeah, they're not really zombies. That's true. But isn't that like the modern zombie movie, like where it's you know some infection gets loose? It's not really like they're not like zombies. They have to explain the zombiness. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They can't just be like dead guys risen from the grave. It's got to be some like epidemic or something. So I had heard. Uh, 
I think it was it was on one of the podcasts. I think it was like the PRI podcast. They were talking about horror movies and and the zombie genre, and how like in the beginning, like I'm talking like 40s, 50s, zombies started as like they weren't they were almost just like mind controlled humans. You know, they weren't you know diseased in any way, which does seem to be the modern thing. But it seemed like yeah, like some guy in town used zombies, and they were controlled by this one person that ended up you know pretty much hypnotizing these people and that was like the beginning of zombies you know they weren't they were mindless in a way but they they weren't like oh i want to eat your brains they weren't yeah exactly yeah they, i don't want to eat your brains and i'm diseased and i'm going to infect you if i touch you it was like this one person would be taking over like sort of like a swarm of zombies um, he brings up that uh, that like old school zombies in a lot of cases were like it's a, it was a mystery, which made it even more creepy. I think that's an excellent point that you know maybe explaining the zombies, although uh, it seems to be popular nowadays, maybe that makes them a little less scary. Like you know you you know exactly at the beginning of the movie you know exactly what's causing the problem as opposed to you know just okay well there are these dead guys walking around that want to eat my brains and I don't know why that might be an even scarier thing. Yeah, well I uh, I think Romero's I don't know if his were more of a like, yeah, these were people that actually... Like, that was when the change happened, when they turned into, like, flesh-eating zombies kind of thing. But um, I do, I didn't see Night of the Living Dead. Um, I have seen Dawn of the Dead, which doesn't make much sense. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, really, like, I should have seen Night of the Living Dead first. But, um, yeah, he's definitely known as the king of the zombies, and I haven't seen all those movies. I really should. And uh, Yeah, I was trying to remember Romero's name. I knew there was a zombie master, per se, but, uh, yeah, I want to say that he helped create some doom stuff too for some reason i don't know if that's the same romero or not but some doom like in the like game the video doom? game yeah <laughs> oh, he helped he had a hand in that too i thought but maybe it's a different guy oh man that's yeah like i zombies do i uh, i do get a kick out of zombie films and you know it's just turning funnier and funnier like you want i think you brought up uh um Earlier, before we started, the Shaun of the Dead kind of thing. Yeah, like, that's, just getting, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah, everyone has their own spoof on it. It's yeah, that's a, that's a good spoof too, because there are parts of that movie that manage to be like kind of scary, but for the most part, there's like really good jokes based on the, you know, the like the archetypes and the in the paradigm of the zombie movie. It's, it's kind of cool. The one clutch uh, <laughs> I have this written down. I've been keeping this in my back pocket, which I know Jim's seen. I don't know if I ever got Jeff, Jeff to see it, but Monster Squad. You're even Are you kidding me? Yeah, we saw it together when we were like twelve. Chris Malik. Remember, made us- we had that conversation what? about making fourteen or making Beretta and Shotgun ammo. Have you seen? Actually, it? actually, it's reversed. I haven't seen that one. Jeff has. Wow, I thought that was like our family movie. It wasn't really our Halloween no. family movie, but it was. Yeah. The, that was the after my time. Squad. Yeah, the plot of this movie, which this is back to Jeff's point of teens killing monsters is uh, uh, Dracula himself pretty much, like, comes back 30 years later in present time and brings, like, you know, the classic monsters back to help him. And it's, like, the werewolf. Uh, they had, like, some Aquaman kind of monster. I don't even know. So wait, don't. they're fighting f- for good or evil? For They were fighting... The kids were fighting against the classic monsters, okay. Dracula and his his troop. But Frankenstein end up be, ended up befriending the teens and was <laughs> on their side. Yeah, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen Monster Squad, it's like uh, kids versus the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of kid. Like you know, instead of uh, saying you know, they they sort of move around the word sex and they call like you know, you've never been dorked. Have you ever been dorked? Like what? Like, <laughs> um, you know, it, they use all those quirky words for describing uh, genitalia and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I think, uh, up at least once. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I would. Uh, I would definitely, I definitely see that. Um, see that again. I, I should probably buy that. I think it came out on DVD like two years ago, and I saw it. I was like, wow, I really should get that. Um, I think one of the only uh, full-fledged horror movies that I've actually seen is uh, Poltergeist, and it kind of brought to at least the forefront of how scary clowns really are. It. I am terrified. I've always been scared of clowns, and it messed me right up. I can't. Oh, see, I never saw that. I was surprised I didn't realize that Spielberg did Poltergeist. I never knew all these years that he actually did that one. The the It movie, I've like I have only seen parts, but in It, it's a guy dressed up as a clown, and in Poltergeist, it's the toy clown, right? Like, right. That's what makes the Poltergeist one so much freakier. Like I, I yeah, I do not like that. anything where a toy turns into a bad thing does freak me out. Like I saw those movies, like when Child's I was, Play, for yeah, instance. Yeah. <laughs> I was not happy to watch those movies when I was younger. Now I, I watch them. Yeah, now I watch them and it's hilarious. But oh god, I was freaked out from seeing crap like that. <laughs> um, one of the new, like we were touched on Shaun of the Dead and like the new, I guess the new modern zombie horror movie kind of thing. And I wanted to, I know I touched on Saw last week, and I know you guys haven't haven't seen any of them. But yeah, I've never seen Saw. What they're trying to do. Is pretty much they started five years ago. They just released their fifth Saw movie, and they're doing it around Halloween every year. So you know maybe this is the quintessential Halloween movie. Which God, I hope it never becomes one. If uh, if anything, hopefully it's like a zombie movie at some point. But oh, yeah, we got, we got movie hour fighting against it. So yeah. I don't there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm calling on all of you to boycott this movie. <laughs> Two thumbs down. <laughs> but so pretty much all it is. Is in every one, you know, there's this deranged, you know, this guy, the whole um, fan base, the whole, you know, tight fan base, if you're tight with the Saw movies, like you're into this guy's story who, he had cancer, I think he died in like the third one, but his story is like the puzzle pretty much, and all these people get put in these weird situations, it's supposed to be Saw, it's supposed to be short for Jigsaw kind of thing, but, so there's these puzzles they have to go through. And all this is of them, pretty deep. I didn't realize it went this deep. Yeah, I'm I'm starting with I'm starting with the meat. I'm starting with the meat, and I'm, I'll get to the terrible parts. So every situation pretty much consists of you know you need to either choose between your life and somebody else's life. Like pretty much do that seventy times in one movie, and then do the movie five times over, and that's the Saw saga right now. And it's just I. And it I, seems to be the new genre of horror too. It's like the torture. Horror. Yeah, I can't. I can't stand it. I've only seen one and three, and I. Um, it was the third one was by a complete accident. After the first one, uh, God, Danny Glover <laughs> sat down for an hour and a half and watched an entire movie by accident. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! What the hell just happened? <laughs> uh, the first one. Like, the first one's the only one that has, like, named people in it. Like, you have Danny Glover, and I don't know how you pronounce it. Isn't Carrie Elways in it? Yeah, Elways is in it. I was going to say Carrie Elways. And, by the way, it was pretty much the death knell to his career. After he did after he did Saw... Oh, because he was going so well After he did Saw... Hold on. Go ahead and look him up on IMDb. After he did Saw, he does... All he's been doing since then is, like, voice. And then, like, two TV TV episodes. Um, it's really, he's, he'll never come back. He's, after he cut off his own leg and saw, sorry, I ruined that movie for somebody. Um, it, his death scene in Saw is probably the funniest thing I've seen, actually. So maybe you should see the first movie. Uh, yeah, it's bad. (laughs) For Um, the wrong reasons. Yeah, it, it really is bad. Um, and pretty much after the first one, they're just pretty much, they're bringing in the, the latest, you know, female face that they can find off the street to work for $5 and, 
that's pretty much it. Like it's tr- maybe it's becoming like the new SNL. They're just trying to become a, pla- a launching platform for for <laughs> actors and actresses. Yeah, discover people in the Saw movies. Like that's pretty much what they're trying to pull off here. Saw is really just a front for a talent agency. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jim P brings up the kiss the girls, <laughs> the kiss the girls example. Like what? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyhow, uh, I, I'm sorry. I just need to get that off my chest. If if you're a, an avid listener of the Guncast, you're gonna have to side with us and just not watch these uh, Saw movies. <laughs> you're going to have to. Yeah. Except for apparently the first one, which was hilarious. I guess I the, the ending <laughs> scene. I, I think there was a really deep story, and then it turned into a comedy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 spell it out for you. Uh, the ending scene ends up with Carrie. What is it? Carrie Elways. Yes. Carrie Elways' character. They're both. There's one guy tied up. They're both chained in the room, and Carrie Elways' character thinks that his wife and kid just died, and he freaks out and just takes this. You know, it's. I guess it's almost the saw. It pretty much is. Spoiler uh, alert. By the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and chops his own leg off. Here's the end of. He chops his own leg off to get out of the chains and to get out of the room. And he, his last line is like, don't worry, stay here, I'm going to go get help. And it's, I don't know, that, that line alone was probably the death knell of his career. It's so bad. You need to see it. It's so bad. Dude, um, he'll be back in Princess Bride too. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me that's actually coming out. Uh, I hope so, I hope so. So yeah, any, any other uh, uh, horror movies or Halloween movies you want to touch on? Um, um, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay, the uh, <laughs> JKP brings up for like a real, like an actual good torture film, uh, the original "The Hills Have Eyes," a, a Wes Craven masterpiece, apparently. So that's uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, Jim P. Uh, and the last house on the left, he says. James, what do you, James, you got any? Um, it just seems like every time it comes up, it seems like The Exorcist is always mentioned in the great horror films. So I would have it's to. A pretty I mean, creepy movie. Not to say, you know, I've never seen it, but you know, I'll go. I'll back that one just off of word of mouth. <laughs> I think, but overall, it was kind of a bad idea to have us all talk about horror films because I don't think we've seen most of them. I've seen things Jim's here to keep us honest. I've seen, I've seen Exorcist, and it does bring up like the a genre we haven't touched on, and it is sort of like the spiritual aspect of you know Halloween. Yeah, like, well, just it being related to maybe, you know, demon, devilish kind of stuff, and just anything where people are getting possessed is sort of an interesting uh, genre in general, like a, I don't know if motif's the word, but it's the one that comes to mind. There you go, Jeff, there you go. Um, (laughs) That's from a book. Anyhow. (laughs) Thank you. Um, uh, You know, I want to bring up Ghostbusters real quick. Uh, Not exactly, again, Halloween movie, but a great... Do you think ghost is in the title? Yeah, just like ghost. (laughs) Just like ghost. Yeah, (laughs) Ghostbusters is kind of a Halloween movie. I mean, it's got, you know, supernatural overtones. There's possession in it. Uh, You know, Sigourney Weaver gets possessed. Well, well, if we're going to talk... Okay, if we're going to talk... Young Frankenstein, come on. Yeah, thank you. If we're going to talk Ghostbusters... Helsing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that was, like, the worst movie I've ever seen. It was funny because I heard so many bad things about that. Don't watch it, don't watch it. And, of course, you know, oh, i got to see this for myself. And, yeah, (laughs) it lives up to the expectation of being that bad. Yeah, Jeff said it was the worst movie he's ever seen, and I said, wow, I should go see it. I still haven't yet. So don't spoil it for me, guys. Don't spoil it for me. (laughs) Which is sad because I actually like the two people in it, but, oh, well. Um, What about the last last one I want to touch on is what about uh, this – 
This is out of out of nowhere. What about Crow? Crow's on Halloween, right? It's on Devil's Night. Come on, that's almost that's true. They got, Representing that, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Go 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 D-town with your murder rate and your your losing <laughs> your negative population growth. And your little spiritualism there too. There you go. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it is. Uh, I like I like the film and it's got some uh, some interesting history. But yeah, there's definitely some uh, you can't be killed touch to it. I'm yeah. like spiritual. Yeah, yeah. He's in essence in the crow. Yeah, I, I can see that. And there's another there's another Halloween costume for you, Jeff. That everybody was. That everybody yeah. goes as. Yeah, I think if, you, if you're a gothic kid, you <laughs> go as the crow every single year. Uh, we should have we should have compiled a list of the when these movies came out. Seventy five percent of the population dressed up as that for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to figure it out later. And from ninety to two thousand eight, we'll get a list later on. That's actually not going to happen, listeners. Just you know. <laughs> so last call. Last the call. Real, the real question is though: if you go out and get a rubber uh, uh, Bill Shatner mask, do you wear it inside out or right side out or right side up? What? Because okay. that's Michael Myers. That's the mask. It's his. Is a Bill Shatner mask inverted? Apparently, I didn't know that. That's an interesting fun fact. That's what I was told, so it might be a big lie. Is Bill Clinton in possible. Halloween? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was going to come up. And yeah, anybody, again, who wants to comment on whether Bill Clinton was actually playing himself for the movie Contact or whether they used stock footage, I really need an answer to this because I'm pretty sure I'm right. You know what's interesting is I need to suck it. you can play Bill Clinton in NBA Jam for Sega Genesis, and I think he did do some sound bites for that game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they hooked him up to all those little, you know, electrical nodes and like, you know, tested his body movement oh. and incorporated that in the game. All right, all right. And man, air tunnel or air dog or whatever. The hell it was. Oh, that's a good joke. So <laughs> now putting putting uh, our segue, putting the ball in Jeff's court. Jeff, it is uh, time for the new Parker Posey, I believe. All right, uh, the Parker Posey's play along. I'm gonna I'm gonna give somebody kind of a question. Uh, give everybody kind of a question. Feel free to. Comment on the forums about it. The question for this week is: uh, Is an actor or actress that y- you see in a movie, you go, "What the hell is that guy doing in, in this movie?" It can be because you know it's early in their career. For instance, like Tom Cruise in Legend, like it just doesn't seem to belong. Like, like it's kind of weird and it's sort of funny. Or even better is like a like a late in their career, in the middle of their career, showing up in a movie like uh, apparently Tom Cruise in uh, Tropic Thunder, where you're like, "Why? Why is this person in this movie?" And my answer for that is going to be uh, David Bowie in The Prestige as uh, as uh, Thomas uh, or no that play um, Nikola Tesla yeah as as Tesla and um, Smeagol as his like like his little underling guy right right yeah so, so I um anybody anybody got any I, I have kind of a lot of ideas about this I think it's pretty broad but uh, I, lo- got I, any- I do like your answer the first one that I thought of which is sort of recent is Edward Norton and the Hulk just like. You know, I know the, in the original one, you know, the the main guy wasn't, you know, brawny or anything, but Edward Norton's like a stick. And, yeah, that's a good yeah, you know, like... Huge in American history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. And, yeah, I just, like, it's, that's the first thing that came to mind, because I remember thinking, what is he doing being the Hulk? You know, like, it's... Uh, I I don't know. I wasn't a... You know, I, I never saw that movie anyways, but that's the first thing that came to my head. Um, I think the ones that popped in my head first, um, one kind of a lesser known guy, but 
he was in just a no-name role as in Dark Knight. Uh, William Fitchner, I believe his name is. Oh yeah, he plays like the bank manager, and like he's been around. He's been on TV. He's got you know several roles in movies and stuff. But here he is, just playing like bank manager number one or something in the movie. And I'm like, yeah, he's got, like That's two kind lines. Of odd. <laughs> so that one kind of stuck out. Um, Chuck Heston and Tombstone stuck out when I saw it. I'm like, uh, oh okay, gratuitous movie star in this one. Okay, wait, That's wait, when was he in Tombstone? What? Who is he in Tombstone? He owns the ranch that they go and sleep over at while they're all beat up getting ready for the final showdown with uh, Michael Bean's character. Wow, I don't even remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, he's the ranch owner or whatever. Huh. That is and then uh, the the last one is just Sam Jackson in the uh, new Star Wars movies. That's really know. good. That's I really good. Because I knew there was going to be a Sam Jackson because he's in everything, but I couldn't, <laughs> right. I couldn't figure out which one it would be. <laughs> yeah, and he's in everything as Sam Jackson, so it's, he sticks yeah. out in pretty much everything now. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he did a good job of toning it down a little bit for those movies. But you're definitely watching and thinking, oh, that's Samuel Jackson. Samuel yeah, Jackson. Exactly. Never forget that you're, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought about, um, in one of our favorite movies, I thought about Val Kilmer and Top Secret. But that's, again, like, that's the beginning of his career, so it's less right. funny. But uh, it's just sort of amusing, like, a guy who's got a real career now as it was in that movie, which is a great movie, but just not the type of thing you expect a star to be in. Uh, Kurt Russell in uh, Death Proof is another one that, that I thought was an excellent, excellent role, and he was great in it, but just seemed sort of uh, sort of like an odd role for him to take. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. You've seen Death Proof, right, Jim? You just haven't seen uh, Planet Terror? Correct. Yeah, yeah correct. It, yeah, that's a good point. He does play a really interesting one. and That's kind of a uh, Quentin Tarantino revival project, I guess, kind of like uh, Travolta was. <laughs> If we are touching on uh, movies like early in people's careers, that was sort of interesting to see those people in. Uh, to use Edward Norton as an example again, I just found it crazy that Primal Fear was Edward Norton's first role because he does great in that movie. I I'm, yeah, I was amazed great. to find out that was his first movie. Um, like I, I there's probably he's probably has some actor list somewhere else that people are hiding, but yeah, that's a great movie. What's that, Jim? No, I was just agreeing with you. Except I had seen that movie like. But that was like my first Ed Norton movie, so it didn't surprise me, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, the other thing that came to mind was just the block, the star-studded cast of The Outsiders, where you have all kinds of young, like you have Tom Cruise and that. Everybody. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. Uh, man, who's uh, Matt Dillon, Rob I think Lowe. Was in it. One, su- Matt, yep, Matt Dillon. one surprising one for me, and I don't even know why, but I watched Days and Confused, and you know, Years later, I went back and watched it, and the first time I watched it, I never realized that that Banyan, no Banyan, oh. is played by Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. And I, I never realized. Like, I didn't realize it the first time I saw it. I'm like, wow, it's good. Just like that is Ben Affleck. Way to go on the Parker Posey plug, Jim. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good call. <laughs> uh, you know, and the well, last I one I wanted to bring up was. <laughs> Last one I wanted to bring up was Don Sutherland in Beer Fest. Like, totally does not need that for his career, but, but uh, it shows up as, like, the drunken grandpa. <laughs> like, just, yeah, that, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, what the hell? Why Why is Don Sutherland in this movie? Yeah, I'd like to think he has the, the – he just felt like doing it, but he's probably, like, related to somebody in that – somebody – he owed somebody a favor. <laughs> Although Beer – Some of Kiefer's uh, community service time. Yeah, Beer <laughs> Beer Fest was a was an entertaining movie. Um, yeah. So any any other ideas? Uh, no, I think that's about it for me. All right. Cool. Well, we uh, we have to ask everyone on uh, 
everyone that's interested, please uh, play along in the Parker Posey's Play Along on Gungapit.com. We'll uh, open it up on the forums, and maybe you can get a better answer than Jeff, but well, I doubt it. I'm going to say as a precursor that, you know, my question for next week is kind of ruined, because now I can't use it, because, you know, Jeff's is too close to mine, so I'll have to come Again? up with Yes. Wait, well, this, this time I had it prepped, so we'll see. Wait, so, okay, wait. I'm going to use it some other time. Just right, not, okay. yeah, I was going to say, can I hear it? Because now I'm really interested. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. So anyways, thanks uh, thanks again, Jim and Jeff, and Jim P. for uh, taking full advantage of the listening, listening live. Uh, I encourage anyone else, um, if you have any questions about it, post on the forums. There should be a thread about it also. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions about that, um, but yeah, thank you for coming along, Jim, Jeff. Thank you for usual. As yeah, thanks always, again to Jim. Enjoyed it. Good having you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jim. And that is it for the Helen Hunt Haunted House Movie Hour. Everyone have a happy Halloween, and we'll see you for the day after the election. Uh, see you later. Bye.